the solemnity of the Epiphany is an extraordinary and uh, very deep scripture and solemnity that we're celebrating today. There's a lot of movement going on in this gospel, and in fact, all of the Christmas gospels, there's the movement of the Holy Family to Bethlehem, the movement of the shepherds coming and going, the angels coming and going in the in shepherd's field in Bethlehem from one dimension into ours and back into their world, which surrounds ours and from which ours was created. And then you find the, uh, the, the, the magi who come from a far land. No, we don't know where this was. People speculate about what, who they were, what was their number. We don't even really know their gender. And it's, uh, all we know is that they were wealthy and they came seeking. They were seekers and they find Jesus. And it's very interesting when the Magi finally arrive, apparently the Holy Family has moved out of, the, out of the cave in which Jesus was born, but they're still in Bethlehem. And the world around them does not know the secret, but somehow these foreigners, who represent all of us who aren't Jewish, come in, and when they arrive, they had to stop and ask directions. They could only go so far without getting help, and in getting that help, they alert the authorities who are now working in secret against Jesus. So now we have a movement against Jesus that's also going to be going in secret. God's plans always elicit some kind of an opposite reaction of opposition in this world. There's always going to be that, that interplay between these two forces. And so they arrive, and what do they see? They see, a, they see a humble dwelling. Joseph is not in this picture. Maybe he's off working somewhere. But here's Mary and a baby. And somehow they recognize who he is and do him homage and offer him gifts. This secret that God has is one that certainly most on earth are looking to discover the secret of existence. Where did all of this come from? What does it mean? You know, science, we live in the age of science. Science discovers what God has put here doesn't create, it discovers what God has given us. And through the elements of the earth, we are called to make use of them and to glorify God by what we invent and what we do. But to discover the meaning of existence and where it all came from is, is, is the object of religion. In fact, that's where the truth really lies, that there is a truth here, but God keeps it somewhat secret. We find this is true in our lives as well. Who, who's let in on the secret? We look now, we're going past Epiphany. Next week we'll be the, and it's be on fire here with these wonderful things. We go by the, we go from, from Christmas to the baptism of the Lord. And in all of these things, uh, there are secrets that God is giving us because we've, we've made the effort to come to Mass, got the beautiful snow outside. Jesus, first of all, Mary is let in on the secret when the archangel Gabriel comes from the hidden world and manifests himself openly by name to Mary. If you look, there are many stories of people who have had encounters with angels. I'm sure some of them are true, but it's always a vague sort of thing. With, with Mary, he, Gabriel reveals himself as he is. Matter, very matter of fact, uh, as if she doesn't know it yet, but they will be, uh, you know, spending eternity together. So this is the beginning of a new relationship between humanity and 
uh, and the angels, uh, another created realm that we're not in it yet, but yet they're already with us. And then we find the, the Lord reveals himself to the shepherds, the lowest, the lowest caste of that society, uneducated, you know, but they're educated in the land, aren't they? They, they know the world. They know, how, they know how things work on the everyday life. And this is the kind of person Jesus is going to be. He's going to be a blue-collar worker when he grows up. He's going to work the land. He's going to be somebody who builds things with his, with his father's expertise that he's been trained in. So, again, the shepherds are from the low caste, and the angels reveal the whole secret plan of God to them, not to the local rabbi and not to all the wonderful people that are coming into the synagogue that Friday night, but to these shepherds who are out working in the fields. Again, he reveals himself to these magi, and they're not Jewish. But there's a sign in all of this. It is that God works in a surprising way, and he wants to reveal himself to us in our troubled world in which we live. Isaiah talks about the, 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 the sky, the gray, through the, through the clouds and the gray, God is going to reveal himself and a light will shine forth. And the secret plan of God that St. Paul talks about in the second reading, we're let in on the secret. And once we know the secret, it helps us to understand how to live our lives. That God is going to reveal himself in, in many ways, but he tends to have a certain pattern. We're on a journey also. Our journey will end when we too will see that Jesus uh, as he is with his mother Mary and the angels and the saints. But before we get there, God wishes to teach us something before we see him. And this is why we go through various things. We have journeys that are difficult, uh, and we have God experiencing God in our poverty, which is the shepherds, and in our wealth, which is the magi. Sometimes God is very open and reveals himself. Other times he, we, see, we see him by a free gift in our poverty, Sometimes we need directions, and that's where the, we come to the church, we come to the scriptures, as the Magi went and sought out the religious authorities in, Bethlehem, in, uh, in Jerusalem. We're also going to have opposition. This sets in motion the, uh, the slaughter of the innocents, which comes a little later when Herod seeks to kill Jesus because he sees him as a threat. So we have all those different movements in our lives. We, uh, we discover God... In the everyday, God reveals himself in a hidden way, usually not as, as direct as we hear in these scriptures, but no less real. The reason he hides himself is because we're here to discover him in faith. Faith is everything in this world. He's, it will be very obvious to us when he explains it to us what it's about and why he, where he was and how he revealed himself. But in the everyday, we are the shepherds, we're the magi, and sometimes we're being pursued, as the Holy Family will be shortly after this. Uh, but in all cases, we have something to give God, our gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Gold represents uh, that which is most precious to us, or for, for a, uh, a king. Uh, frankincense is worship, uh, coming and our prayer life, what is most important to us, what is it that we put first in our lives. It should be our faith in our family. And then this, the, the third thing is myrrh, which is for burial. Where must I die to myself this year? These are all part of our journey. The gold I'm going to give God, the, uh, what is precious to me, the worship I'm going to give him, and the way I'm going to die to myself through turning away from my sin and making a sacrifice for others. One way or another, 
Our journeys are all just like the Magi. We all have something to offer. We all have a unique way in which we are journeying toward God, but we all have that same end, finding Jesus, and he comes to us in the poverty of, his, uh, of Bethlehem while on earth so that we won't be afraid to come to him under any circumstances. We just thank God for the gift of the epiphany, our journey, and our gifts to give him gold, frankincense, and myrrh.